Living in Light, the podcast. The goal of the Living in Light podcast is to create a safe space and community for those who have experienced dark, dramatic times due to parent loss, grief, change, relationships, illness, etc., while helping navigate a path to healing and a life full of light. Trigger warnings will be in the descriptions of each episode. Disclaimer, the topics covered in this podcast are simply conversational, and they are by no means medical advice or claims to cure. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Living in Light podcast with me, your host, Simone. This week, we are going to be covering um, a little bit of a heavy topic. The topic in itself is heavy because it is about going through heavy things. Um, So in this episode, we're going to discuss the importance of taking care of yourself during triggering times, whether it's dealing with a traumatic event or simply feeling overwhelmed by stress. It is crucial to prioritize self-care in order to maintain good mental health. And that is why we are here. So I decided to do this episode in light of the recent events going on. There was a shooting of a 16-year-old in Kansas City, Missouri, and he was going to pick up his two little siblings as a favor to his parents and knocked on the wrong door on the wrong street. So I think he was supposed to be at 115 whatever Ave and he went to 115 whatever street. The man answered and decided to take his gun with him and uh, he shot um, the child, Ralph Jarl, in the head and shot him again. Um, This child is in critical condition, but he is awake. Um, He did have a conversation with President Biden, um, with his family, and um, the man that shot him is being charged. Um, However, this doesn't change the fact that things like this happen every day, and um, him being a Black child, a Black baby, Um, I was so heavily affected. I always am heavily affected. I'm an extreme empath. Um, That is not something I want to change, but it is something that I have to work on or have to work around um, and really have to focus on my coping mechanisms and my mindfulness during times in which I'm heavily emotionally affected because it just turned my entire evening around yesterday. I first, when I found out, I I just sat and stared at my phone with my hand over my mouth for probably at least two minutes straight. Um, doesn't sound like a long time, but when you're just sitting there for two minutes, it, it, it kind of is. Um, and my thing with this is, you know, what is a platform for if it's not for using your voice? And so at this point, I'm not going to get political. I'm just here to say, be a good human and just be mindful of your neighbor. Um, You never know what someone's going through. You never know what they're affected by. There are so many things going on in this world and literally anything could be bothering them at any time because they relate to some of the negative things going on. Um, And it is so important to be mindful of other people in this way. So that is why we are going over taking care of yourself during triggering times. Triggering times um, kind of is self-explanatory with the world we live in, the socio-political climate, and social media. Wow, that one's a big one. Um, And 
because of all of these things and they're in our faces because of technology and because of social media, we have to be extra alert regarding the information we take in and the rhetoric we allow ourselves to absorb because that is also extremely important to be aware of because the way things are presented can also affect everything that you feel and think about it. So what are triggers? Triggers are any stimuli that can produce a strong emotional reaction, often associated with a past traumatic experience. They can be internal, such as thoughts or memories, or external, such as certain people or situations. And to identify these, we have to pay attention to our emotional and physical reactions during experiences and try to identify what may have caused them. Um, it can be helpful for, well, for me um, to keep a journal. I also very openly have been seeing a therapist and a life coach um, and going through the issues that I've been going through for a while. I don't know how I would have gotten through that period if it weren't for um, those two people in my life, obviously, in addition to my support system outside of them. But where we receive billions and trillions of um signals of stimuli to our brain all day, obviously it's going to be difficult for us to put away what is really important and really use the right perspective for us to tuck it away as a memory, if that makes sense. Um, so there are so many different triggers. Um, you know, because of this, it can lead to anxiety, depression, PTSD, or post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, and the reason why we want to be able to recognize the triggers that we react to is because we want to be able to maintain good mental health. Um, your, as I've talked about, your brain is the start and end of everything, every single day, everything you do, your thoughts are, your thoughts rule literally everything that happens every single day. So if you are not really familiar with triggers in more detail, it can be certain smells or sounds, specific people or situations, images or media related to past trauma, memories or thoughts related to past trauma, physical sensations such as pain or any touch, and feelings of being helpless or out of control. That is my big one. I feel in light of the situation that I just described, I felt just helpless. Like how I can't really do anything for a child that is across the country from me. Um, but what I can do is, you know, use my voice, but still at the end of the day, I feel almost helpless and that, you know, the children that I will bring into this world one day that I can't control what will happen to them once they leave my arms, once they leave my house. And that has been something since, Oh, since um, Trayvon Martin back in, what was that, 2020? But since that happened, I haven't been able to look at anything that involves um, Black children or police or anyone that is violent uh, in any sort of light. Um, it's just really, it's just really hard. Well, Trayvon was born in 1995. He is was a year older than me. Um, yes, and it was 2012. Uh, and he was 17 years old. But I've tucked this away so deeply that I, I didn't even remember exactly what the details were. But uh, Zimmerman was a neighborhood watch captain. He was not an officer. He called 911 to report a suspicious person. 
and he was instructed not to get out of the vehicle or approach the person and just disregarded all of the instructions and um, gunfire ensued. Since that event, I genuinely, I genuinely have not been able to think about um, myself as a black American or anyone else that I know as someone that is just safe anywhere. And that is a scary thought, especially as a woman that adds to it. But like I said, in light of the recent events, this is why we're at this episode. And now let's get back on track. So once you realize what your triggers are or start to think about them in um, a way in which they can be approached or dealt with in a certain way, um, we want to consider limiting or avoiding exposure to those stimuli. Um, unfortunately, you can't just remove yourself from the planet as there's so many triggering things around. I can't change myself. I can't change the fact that, um, violent things happen every day. Um, but I can try to decide how I am going to, and when I'm going to take in that information. Um, obviously it does not always happen that way. The way I found out about Ralph Yarl was the second I switched on to my um, private Instagram account. And just like immediately, I was just immediately triggered, immediately emotional, immediately upset, immediately heartbroken. Um, And seeing these things and having those emotions just immediately flood your body, you have to know what to do for yourself in order to keep going without feeling like there is nothing you can do without feeling heavy, without going into the next day feeling as if there's just no hope for anything or the world. And that is partially how I entered this morning. And I really had to talk to myself and organize my thoughts and just think about what I could do to turn the situation around into something positive. Um, so I did share information about how to help his family and I decided to make a podcast about triggering triggers, um, and what we can do to help ourselves. So when it comes to social media, you can definitely consider limiting your social media or unfollowing people that really aren't conducive to the mindset that you would like to be in. Um, or, what I like to do is I have all my notifications on social media off. So instead of the app showing um, like the number of notifications, it just like doesn't show anything at all. It doesn't even show like a red dot. I just go on to the app when I feel like going onto the app. And I remember um, through the height of the pandemic, you know, everyone was like, I'm in a TikTok black hole and blah, 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 blah. And I, I didn't download TikTok until, um, the end of 2020 when I had COVID because I needed something to do. I just, I didn't like how it could, it kind of had a chokehold on me in my time. So that is when I first initially decided to change the way I get notifications on my phone. Um, that is just an example. Um, some people don't want to do that and that is fine. Uh, but just consider your resources and the ability that our phones actually have to help us not be on social media as much. You can also set Another thing that I do is set time restrictions for each app. TikTok is one hour a day. Instagram is one hour a day. Um, Facebook is one hour a day. Um, I could keep going, but 
all the apps that I know that I could get stuck in have limits because there's there's so much else that you can focus on and put your energy into other than watching other people's lives on social media. So let's get into some self-care strategies. Self-care during these triggering times are, is obviously very important. Yes, sorting through your thoughts and talking things through and using and learning coping mechanisms is great, but you also need to know kind of what your body needs. And this goes right back into what I mentioned in episode two, the three pillars that I believe that have helped me in my healing journey, which are movement, mindfulness, and wellness, which are pretty much the pillars of self-care. So Mindfulness practices, exercise and physical activity, creative activities, and connecting with others. So right now, what I'm doing is I'm doing a creative activity. I'm here on this podcast, um, connecting with others. I, you know, I don't always like to speak when I am feeling anxious or upset. So um, sometimes silent presence of another person is enough for me. And my boyfriend was able to provide that for me last night, thankfully. Um, And I felt a little less alone. I felt a little less heavy. I felt a little less empty and hopeless. So keep that in mind. We tend to enter a self-isolating behavior when we don't feel right or when we have been triggered or are feeling anxiety. And that is natural, but we have to try our best to try not to self-isolate when we are hurting because it only hurts us more. Um, yes, you can seek professional help. Um, there are so many, a lot of people have had trouble since the pandemic finding a therapist or any sort of behavioral coach or anything like that because they were so busy. Um, the one that I initially started with in 2021, um, I put in, I was put in for a crisis consult where they're supposed to reach out to you within 48 hours. And I had done that before with my um, primary care doctor and they did reach out. They reached out in less than 24 hours. Um, This was in April, 2021 is when I um, had that consult put in for me so that I could get with a therapist because I was having a very hard time. They didn't call me until September. So like think of all of the things that could have happened in between, in between that time from April to September. Had I not, had some sort of other vessels of self-care or um, support systems, it would have looked a lot different. And I'm very grateful that it didn't, but it's very possible that it could have been a lot more difficult. Um, So there are other resources out there. There's, um, I believe it's Psychology Today. Um, You could literally just Google online telehealth psychiatrist therapists, and there is a bunch of stuff that will pop up. You can search by insurance. If you don't have insurance, there's literally, there's so many options out there. And there are so many people that are willing to provide care, even though they are also stressed out with their patient load and their caseloads, but they're there and willing. So we have to use them. We have to utilize our resources. If that is not something that you are looking to do, if that's not a step that you're at, that you're not comfortable with yet, there are also a huge abundance of resources out there. You could also just buy a journal. It doesn't have to be like a a guided journal or a prompted journal. You could literally just go and buy a notebook at the Dollar Tree and just start writing. Sounds weird, but things just come out when you start writing. Start as if you're talking to your best friend or someone that doesn't judge you or yourself, but just start writing. 
so much will come off and out of your body that you will feel lighter. Um, It's not going to fix things, but dumping all of your thoughts on paper is, has been really helpful for me. And I know dozens of people that also do that daily. Um, There's also other podcasts that you could listen to. There's videos on YouTube from, you know, things regarding this, or if you're interested in something wellness um, or movement wise, like yoga, there are so many things out there. And you're probably like, what does yoga have to do with me and my triggers? Um, Yoga is something, I don't do yoga, but yoga is something that has a purpose of creating mindfulness and awareness of your own body. And when we do that, we can be more in tune to our feelings and our physical and emotional reactions, which then help us discover what we need and if our coping mechanisms are working. And it just has, it's just a time in which you can slow down. So I also talked about, about mindfulness minutes. Just take a minute, just take a minute to breathe. Take a minute to just not think of anything. You will have thoughts that fly by. Let them fly by. Just do not engage. Let them go and just breathe. Go to go to your favorite place. Um, my favorite place is my car. Um, you have unlimited options. There's really nothing you can do wrong in taking care of yourself unless you know that it's something that is not going to help. Basically, I just really wanted to come on and talk about how many triggers we see every single day and face every single day, whether it's on social media or on TV or um, in your workplace, literally anything in your in your thoughts, your intrusive thoughts, your non-intrusive thoughts, your intentional thoughts, um, they're they're everywhere. You are you are going to live a life full of triggers, regardless of the kind of life you live. It's just how we approach the times in which we become heightened because of receiving it and unfortunately acknowledging those triggers. Um, And in in acknowledging them, you are already doing some of the work. Um, When we decide to just push them off, you're not taking care of yourself. You're just burying more stuff in yourself and you're just going to become heavier and heavier and heavier. So all of this is so important. Um, I just really hope that if you listen to this episode or if you've related in any way to, um, you know, seeing things on social media or feeling less than because of X, Y, or Z that, you know, you can really change the way that you feel when you see those things by incorporating self-care, mindfulness, movement, wellness, go for a walk, um, go outside, feel the sun. There's a beautiful world out there and mists all amidst um, amidst all <laughs> that's definitely not their pronunciation uh, amongst all of the ugly in the world there is so much beauty and i'm glad that i came on to talk about this because it's definitely reframed my thought regarding a lot of the things that have been heavy on my mind although it does not change them i am going to continue to try to help other people going through things like this um and using my voice and using this platform, you know, one day I might go more deeply into, you know, the political parts and how I myself and other Black Americans are affected by things that happen. Um, I would like to one day have people talk about their experiences, not to shove anything in anyone's face, but just 
for people to understand that there are real people behind the things that are covered in in the news in social media um and that it's not just a thing it's not just a law it is a law or it is a motion or something that is affecting real true people that exist and has to face these things every day so in saying love your neighbor treat everybody with kindness treat everybody as you want as you would like to be treated be mindful of where people are at be a kind human. In saying all of that, we can slowly 1% better every day, make the world a little bit of a better place. Um, thank you again for listening. If there is anything that you would like to send for feedback, please message me on my Instagram. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Um, I hope you're taking care of yourself and that you are just surrounded by people that want to take care of you as well. So have a good week, have a good day, have a good night whenever you're listening to this. Just take care of yourself. 